Rings in the Wood, Age of Trees, by John Gaylord Coulter, for the LibriVox Coffee Break Collection 11, Science. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Rings in the Wood, Age of Trees, by John Gaylord Coulter from plant life and plant uses for the librivox coffee break collection eleven science have you ever noticed the cut end of a freshly felled tree there before you lies the record of a history which has run through many years perhaps through hundreds of years to look at the rings in the wood to notice carefully the beauty of the layering to remember the generations upon generations of green leaves whose work in each season's sunlight went into the making of this wood to think of all the intricate processes and forces of which we know so little except that they have been concerned in this matter this stirs our wonder and our admiration if you were there when the tree fell you smelled its fragrance and perhaps saw the sap oozing from that wood which lies just beneath the bark you noted that the wood is divided into two quite distinct zones the outer and usually lighter zone is the sapwood the rest is heartwood it is common to speak of the sapwood as alive and of the heartwood as dead but this is not exactly accurate many of the cells through which sap runs are already dead so though the trunk as a whole may have endured for centuries only a comparatively small part of it has been alive at any one time this live zone lies between the outer bark and the heartwood and the most active part of it is as you know the cambium by understanding the way in which the cambium works we can understand how the rings in the wood are formed perhaps you have heard that each one of these rings indicates a year of growth and that by counting the rings you can tell the age of the tree this is not strictly true these rings are often called annual rings which implies of course that each one of them represents the growth of one year it is better to call them growth rings for more than one may be formed in a year it is true that a ring usually represents a season's growth but that does not explain why the ring is there the fact that a bricklayer stops work at night does not mean that the wall of bricks he is building will show by lines where he left off at night and where he began in the morning so with the rings they are not caused by the fact that the tree stops work over winter they are caused by the fact that the last cells formed in the fall are much smaller than the first cells formed in the spring just so the brick wall would be marked off into distinct layers if the mason laid small bricks the last thing every night and large ones the first thing every morning the rings are caused then by the difference in size between adjacent cells layers of small cells lie against layers of larger cells during freezing weather the cambium is not active when in spring the sap ascends from the roots and conditions for growth are right again the cambium begins to form what is called spring wood 
and the cells of this spring wood are much larger than the last cells which were formed the fall before a long period of drought may cause the cambium to become inactive just as winter causes it to become inactive in other words very dry weather has the same effect upon growth that freezing has so if a long summer drought is followed by a warm wet fall two growth rings as you can readily see are likely to be formed in some tropical regions it has been noted that alternating wet and dry seasons appear to have about the same effect in producing rings that winter and summer have end of rings in the wood age of trees by john gaylord coulter for the librivox coffee break collection eleven science